What happened the last time you delivered a training session to a group who was forced to attend? Did people come in late or leave early? Did they tune out or fall asleep? Did they engage in side conversations or work on their laptops or their phones? This is Rich Meese with the Bob Pike Group, and here's another creative training tip. All of these behaviors just mentioned are annoying and unproductive, both to you and to everyone else in the room. But unfortunately, these behaviors are all too common in mandatory training. So, how do you deal with bad behavior without being the bad guy? Here are seven strategies or things to do when training prisoners in mandatory training. First, do avoid making assumptions. The guy falling asleep in the back row might have a sick baby at home. Or the woman checking her email might have been told to take care of customers at all times. Remember, it's not about you. It's all about them. So remind yourself to avoid making assumptions and give participants the benefit of the doubt. Second, do begin with a light approach. Begin with an opener that disarms people or creates curiosity. Here at the Bob Pike Group, we use a variety of openers that create an atmosphere of trust and anticipation. Start by having them draw the face of their cell phone and then relate it to class content or ask them a trivia question that gets them engaged and then we'll make a great segue into your training. After an engaging opener, you can then share the ground rules or the class norms. Stress that you want everyone to have a productive experience and ask at the outset for everyone's cooperation. As Dale Carnegie once said, give them a good reputation to live up to. Thirdly, do avoid sarcasm. If you say something like, Chris, did you have something to share with the class? It can easily sound sarcastic, putting Chris on the spot. Trouble is, he or she might retaliate, and then you have an even bigger problem. So try sounding innocent if you can as you ask, uh, Chris, uh, did you have a question that I might help with? This will usually cause Chris to be quiet and pay attention. Number four, do use subtle interventions. For example, a long pause will often stop side conversations and general chatting. You don't need to comment, just pause. And then continue your teaching when things get quiet. Steady prolonged eye contact can have the same result, or even standing near the offenders for a minute as you continue the class can send a powerful message. Try subtlety rather than sarcasm. Number five, we suggest that you do take confrontations offline. So if you do need to deal with an offender, take them out at a break time or during an exercise time when people are involved in other things and it, your discussion won't be noticed by others. And ask them questions like, uh, Renita, what's up? Or Josiah, is there anything I can do to help you with the class content? Notice that when you ask open-ended questions like these, it requires the recipient to offer up an opinion or a reaction. Usually, they will put on better behavior once you chat with them and acknowledge their situation and maybe even make a request for the behavior that you want. Number six, do ask questions. Um, for example, what do you think we could do to make this work for everyone is a better approach than saying, well, you all will just have to follow these new rules and procedures. 
or asking, would it be better if you left this class today and rescheduled at a later time, puts the responsibility on the prisoner or the difficult participant to come up with an answer, and it probably would give them a way to save face. So ask questions rather than issuing ultimatums. And finally, do stick to observable behaviors. Avoid commenting on motivations or interpretations. So rather than saying, I see you don't want to be here, tell them specifically what they did or said that was troublesome. For example, Sally, every time I ask a question, you roll your eyes. It's much harder for them to deny observable behavior. So comment specifically on what they did or said because that's more effective than making assumptions. And then follow your statement with a request for what you want. I would appreciate it if you could stay attentive during the class would be an example. We find that as you implement these seven tips, it will take some of the sting out of leading mandatory training and it'll make it more pleasant and effective for your participants as well. This is Rich Meese with another creative training tip. Happy training to you.